Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Welcome back to 17 Questions, the podcast where we ask 17 weird and wonderful questions to a guest weird and wonderful enough to join us. This week on the podcast, we have... M. Sheldon. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Hello. That was okay. the weirdest intro I've ever done. <laughs> <laughs> well, the podcast is probably only going to get weirder. So to kick things off, would you first like a weird question or a wonderful question? I mean, seeing as I just said my name in such a weird way, let's go with a weird question. Okay, for you, uh, what personal trait has landed you in the most trouble? Um, I would say, this is really weird. Well, it's a weird question. Um, I wear my heart on my sleeve and I feel like it's a really weird answer, but I love way too hard and that always lands me in so much trouble. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's a fairly cute one to have, though, or a cute-sounding one. Although yeah, It's not too bad, but yeah, it's definitely got me into a lot of trouble because I always feel guilty and I never want to hurt people, or then I always get hurt, so yeah. <laughs> Double-edged sword, it would um, sound like. <laughs> this is sweet. <laughs> would you like a weird or wonderful question? Let's go wonderful. Okay, so from my uh, bit of research that I did, it seems like you, you basically do everything. You're a, you're a renaissance woman, it would seem. You do like bits pertaining to like interior design, photography, beauty, food, etc. This is me giving your own backstory to you as if you don't know it mm. for some reason. With that in mind, out of all of the creative outlets that you have, which would you say is your favorite? I would say YouTube because I think YouTube you can be a bit more yourself. It doesn't have to be perfectly edited. People prefer it if it's kind of like you crying on a vlog, just being a bit real with no makeup on, with your spots out. And I much prefer that. I think it's so much more engaging mm -hmm. and so much more real than kind of like adding loads of filters and having to make sure that the backdrop's really neat and neutral and then fighting for likes. I just think YouTube, it just doesn't matter. And I much prefer that. Yeah, so it like gives a sense of freedom maybe that like other platforms don't as much. Yeah, definitely. You can be way more creative and way more free and just chill on it really. I get that. You mentioning um like crying and having no make makeup on reminded me of like, I don't know, a like a Trisha Paytas video or something. I don't know if you know who that is, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
Is that something that you do, like upload videos where you're like crying and makeupless and things? <laughs> no, that was a that was a bad example. I mean, most of my vlogs I makeupless because I mean during lockdown I've barely worn makeup, so you know it's so normal for people to just be vlogging with no makeup on. Mm. I think I probably cried on vlogs like maybe three times, um, but generally when I'm crying, my first thought is, "Oh my god, I'm going to grab a camera and film this." But sometimes it's important to show the reality. But I've really got to be in the, that mindset. It's like a difficult one. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, three out of all the videos that you have, that's a pretty good ratio. That's, that's, that's okay, I think. I don't cry too much. <laughs> good. Um, would you like a weird or wonderful question? Let's go weird. Okay. What is the weirdest request that you have received online? Oh my gosh, I always get requests for people to have pictures of my feet or for me to send them my used knickers. It's just a bit weird. Like, I don't know if these people would actually pay, but the feet people, someone offered me thousands of pounds if they could come and massage my feet. And I'm sure they would have probably attacked me or something. So obviously I didn't allow that to happen. But I was like, oh my goodness, like, they want to massage my feet. My feet are disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> well i hopefully the the person that wanted to do that is listening and they've at least got some form of validation my my boyfriend <laughs> always says to me he's like why does anyone want to see your feet like they're actually disgusting i'm like i know like i don't know maybe people have a fetish for really disgusting manky runner's feet oh my god <laughs> <laughs> i'm sure you've all got nice yeah. imagery there of my feet in your head sorry about that if you're eating your breakfast or something Let's do weird again. I'm quite enjoying the weird ones. This one's more of a command than a question. Uh, tell us about something you do all of the time, but are actually terrible at. Okay. Um, I'm going to say editing videos. So I do it every single day, but I need to get better. Not on the technicalities, but more on the storytelling. I think I watch some people's vlogs, particularly American YouTubers. There's a couple called Mike and Lana, and they do this vlog called The Night Shift. And they're so good at storytelling, being concise, but being entertaining at the same time. And I think I need to kind of learn that skill more. Mm. Certainly on the technical side, even though it's somewhat different mediums and that is like video and photography. That's one of the questions that I'll, I'll just ask you now, because I was curious, like when you edit your photo, that's, that's your editing, right? Because I saw yeah. that you, yeah, yeah. So it seemingly seems that you've got the technical side down. Yeah, technical side is fine. I've always, like, I could do it with my eyes closed. It's more, you know, putting it on a timeline and then making it like a story that people want to watch all the way through and those fun things to make them genuinely engage with it all the way through. And I watch some YouTubers like Casey Neistat and, mm. oh, my gosh, they can make the most mundane thing so exciting. But for me, it's just mundane. So that's a skill I'm trying to learn. Yeah. Um, well, I'm sure you'll you'll get there. You're, you seem to be... Uh excel at many things so i'm sure you'll get there with the storytelling too <laughs> would you like a weird or wonderful we're gonna have to go wonderful now aren't we don't sound it. too disappointed <laughs> when people come to you for help what do they usually want help with i would say the three main things i'm asked would be about fitness kind of like my fitness routine or diet plan the second one would be how to start a blog or instagram and the third one is always about fake tan people always ask me what tan i use i know very diverse things yeah that last one was a left turn for sure 
<laughs> Would you like a weird or wonderful? Let's double up and do another wonderful. Well, this is entirely in line with one of the answers to what you just gave. If you had to narrow down your workout to just three exercises, which would you pick? Okay, I would do burpees because they literally blast the whole body. It's a full body move and it really gets a heart rate up. I would do squat jumps because again, it is kind of full body and wow, it absolutely burns the legs. And then I would do mountain climbers because, well, you need to get some abs in there. Is burpees the one where you, there's like a jump up or something? I yeah. don't even know. It. Okay, good. Jump up, then jump down. And people hate it. It's like the worst exercise, but the best exercise. Yeah. Is this, do you do like, do you do like Instagram lives and something like that? Like, do you do workouts like that? I have done a few, um, but I just wanted to leave it to the experts because I love fitness and I've always worked out and I have like a sporty background, but I'm not a PT. So it's one of those things that, I know I can do them and I've taught them on YouTube and stuff, but I'd rather just leave the Instagram lives to the actual PTs who are like killing it. Um, yeah. But I definitely do IGTV workouts and stuff and people seem to really like them. Well, to those listening, if you're not familiar, hop on over and uh, burn some calories apparently. You can burn these. Would you like a weird or wonderful? Let's do weird. What's some insider knowledge that only people in your line of work know? Ooh, that's a difficult question. Um, I guess they know how kind of marketing works. So for example, when I was younger and I used to read glossy magazines and I would see a page of a magazine and I would always go and buy like all the things that the beach journalist recommended. Um, and the beauty journalist wasn't lying. The beauty journalist definitely uses them and enjoys them. But now I'm also on that side I tend to get like similar samples and stuff through from them. So I guess I see the industry in a different way now. Like when I'm opening up a magazine, I think, ah, that was probably gifted to them. And I don't even know if that's answering the question, but I guess, yeah, the insider information for me is knowing that, you know, these maybe hotel reviews, maybe they stayed there on the same weekend as me or something like that. It's that kind of PR. I, I guess I didn't understand what PR was. Yeah, it seemed like when it came to like advertising and like gifted stuff, like there was like a watershed moment, maybe it was like four years ago or so, where you had to start stating that if like something was gifted or it was like an ad, because it did seem like for the for a long for the longest time, it was kind of like very covert, like sneaky, yeah. I guess. And, um, as far as I'm aware, magazines and newspapers, unless it's paid for, they don't actually have to disclose that you know the item was a press sample and I spoke about this on Twitter once and I think it's because someone said to me everyone knows that things in magazines are given to them so it's kind of a given I'm not sure mm. on the legalities or if that's factual or not but yeah no it's a, it's an interesting one yeah it's one rule for one one for another apparently <laughs> um would you like a weird or wonderful <laughs> let's do weird again Maybe this will be the, the feet thing again. What's one question you wish people would stop asking you? <laughs> um, obviously, I don't want them to massage my feet. But I would say the question I don't like people asking me is asking me where I live. I think it's really intrusive. Like, I don't mean they want to know if I live in London or if I live in Leeds. They want to know exactly like the borough and the street. And I find that really quite intrusive. Like, obviously friends and family know where I live but there's this kind of 
I don't want to say obsession, but it kind of is because I get the question like 20 times a day from people who like even make fake accounts to ask me where I live and try and figure it out. And I think that's just a bit borderline, not really okay. I don't think you owe someone your address, I guess. Yeah, no, in total agreement there. I don't even think it's like a borderline case or anything. It's just like, <laughs> like you're entitled to your uh, your privacy. Yeah. That's so strange. I feel like I give quite a lot of stuff away, but there are some things that I just want to be private about and feeling safe to walk around my own street is one of them. And it's quite difficult when people are really trying to figure out where my house is. And I'm like, guys, just leave it. It's fine. Yeah. Do you... um? I think there was like a story where, do you know who uh, Alfie Days is? And like oh Zoella, God, for instance. Yeah, are you going to say they turned up at their house? Yeah, yeah. Like people found out where they lived and uh, like got into their, I think it was their back garden or something. It was a real like, oh, people are can be strange on like the that, internet. That's not okay, is it? That's not actually, I don't understand why anyone thinks that's okay. Like a few people have said to me, well, everyone knows where every celebrity lives and I'm like yeah but I'm not a celebrity and I actually also think it's wrong that people know where celebrities live like because Alfie obviously would say that he is a celebrity but I just don't think people have the right to know the exact door that you live at it's just a bit scary sadly we don't know that everyone's a nice person so you just have to protect yourself yeah in total agreement no qualms there (laughs) (laughs) would you like a weird or wonderful Um, Let's go wonderful. How do you unwind? I would say I unwind if I'm having a stressful day at work, it would be doing a fitness class. But obviously doing exercise is quite stressful in itself on your body. So if not, it would just be a nice gentle walk. I sound like a total grandma, but I literally love walking. Like I'm so sad, but I love it. Yeah, I think um, maybe over like the corona period, I think a lot of people have like felt hopefully back in love with walking because like people have been like very adamant about getting their walk in yeah so. completely I guess oh gosh I just most people get their kicks from like going to house parties or getting drunk and I'm like I just want to walk give me a walk stop asking for my address I'll even <laughs> massage my feet and we're all good <laughs> oh my god <laughs> I'll trade you you can massage my feet if you stop asking for my address <laughs> I'm joking <laughs> gonna have so many people flooding your uh, your dms now <laughs> oh god would you like a weird or wonderful let's go weird as a child what did you think would be awesome about being an adult but isn't as awesome as it turned out to be <laughs> i think as a child i based my life on britney spears i thought that i would be driving in a soft top with long blonde hair and being a singer and i just thought like I never used to think as a child, like, oh, the weather gets bad or you have to pay bills. I just thought, well, you you just grow up and you're just a pop star like Britney Spears in a soft top. And then obviously life is just not like that. I think you've still got time. I think you can bring it back. (laughs) I think you could have all of them. What is it? Blonde hair, soft top. What was the third that you wanted? Um, The weather was always good as a child, I feel, in my weird head. (laughs) (laughs) Blame. Another thing to blame uh, global warming climate that's climate change now (laughs) yeah would you like a weird or wonderful let's go wonderful what would you say is the best creative advice that you have received oh okay this is a controversial one no one criticizing you will be doing better than you I think that's really nice I think it's kind of saying that 
if someone has a time to criticize you actually chances are they're too busy criticizing you so how on earth are they going to be doing well enough by themselves you know I just feel like no one successful sits and kind of criticizes other people I totally get that and certainly like if you are I suppose like tunnel vision or like focused on a thing you don't even like put your thought to the outside world often so yeah yeah no I totally get that (laughs) (laughs) uh would you like a weird oh wonderful oh let's go another wonderful what's something you think that every person should experience in their lifetime oh I like this question I think traveling to somewhere totally different so obviously as I mean I speak for my family when I say this as Brits we would always travel to kind of Spain or Greece every single summer holiday and that was amazing and it's only having Canadian and American friends I've realized how insane that is that we were able pre-COVID to do that because to me it was just like we went to Greece every year and actually that was such a privilege but when I was in uni it was my first time ever going outside of Europe and I went to Vietnam and I have never seen anything like it it's still one of my favorite places in the world because it is just so different like yes America's amazing Italy's amazing all of these places are great but Asia just has such a different culture and I learned so much I met such different people and I feel like that is kind of an experience that money can't buy it's just so different to anything you'll experience at home are there any like particular things that stick out to you um when I I've been to Vietnam three times now actually and on my second trip we stayed in a homestay with a Vietnamese family. It was literally insane. So we did stuff like we made our own rice, we caught our own fish, like we made our own wooden brooms, we cycled around a village and spoke to the villagers and like drank tea with them and stuff. And it was just seeing how their culture is just, they're so happy. They don't have all of these things. They don't have, you know, expensive laptops and mobile phones, but they're really happy without any of it. So for me, it was really nice to see such humble, lovely people and all the food was very organic and homegrown and I really liked that. Yeah, it sounds like very kind of endearing and like rustic and like, you said that you say you made your own right, as in like you went into like fields and like picked- Oh my God, I went into fields and we even picked our own morning glory vegetables and had it for dinner that night. Like it was the most eco-friendly accidentally vegan happy sustainable thing I've ever done in my life like the most organic food you can possibly get it was just insane that sounds great I yeah I want to go now so 10 out of 10 would recommend (laughs) post-covid let's go (laughs) (laughs) um would you like a weird or wonderful let's go weird what's your best example of fake it until you make it Ooh. um Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. 
plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. I don't actually think I have any examples of me faking it till I make it because honestly, I am such a transparent, annoying person who, if I'm upset, I just cry. Like, I'm really not good at faking my emotions I probably need to get better at being able to fake it and you know act a bit more confident but I'm just not really a confident person but I do quite a lot of reading about things like this and I think there's two examples that have stood out to me recently one is Steve Jobs apparently when he first launched the iPhone it was really bad and there were like loads of issues with it and it didn't work but he just kept pushing it and now look at the iPhone um, and then the other example which I think is quite funny is um, the Tesla. I love that they just got the Tesla Cybertruck and just threw a brick through it. And it was so crap, but, but everyone still wants one. And I know Teslas are good in the grand scheme of things, but I do think that's a bit fake it till you make it. They were just like, let's just cause this big PR scene. You know, a bit like Apple, it all went wrong. Smash a brick through it, no connectivity, but actually we've made it now. Yeah, like seemingly the... Uh... I don't know if that was intentional marketing, but like it certainly paid off regardless. Yeah, I don't know if it was. Apparently it wasn't, but I, it must have been. <laughs> I think um, the Apple like example is a really good uh, thing. Like, I don't know if at first you don't succeed, try and try again. What are they on now? The iPhone 12? Oh my gosh, yes, that is that whole, if you don't succeed, just keep trying and keep trying. And I love that. I just think... As Walt Disney said, no dream is too big. If you can dream it, you can do it. And I'm such a sad like I genuinely believe in manifestation. My mm -hmm. brother says I'm so cringe, but I'm like, it's true. I do think you can do what you set your mind to. Yeah, I think um, there's, there's probably something to like, again, it's that kind of like gearing your mind towards it. So even if yeah. there's no kind of like metaphysical woo-woo thing, just like you setting that focus and concentration, there's definitely something in there, I think. I like things so too. Would you like a weird or wonderful? Let's go wonderful. What habit do you do now you wish you started doing much earlier? I would say getting up earlier and actually seizing the day. So I think this is something that most creative people do, but I honestly work so much better on an evening. Like I work until 1am or 2am most evenings and I did throughout the whole of uni and it's really not a good thing to do. It's so bad for you. And when I'm at home with my mum, we'll wake up at seven and we'll go for a walk. And my workout's done by like 9am. And I'm like, oh my goodness, there is a life that I've been missing. I've been missing like six hours of every day when it's really calm and really quiet. But I think I need to nail the going to bed earlier and then I can actually seize a day more. 
Yeah, I get that. I think um, because you mentioned university, I think that's a habit that like many people get into, like going to bed at like silly times. Yeah, doing um, like all night just for essays and stuff. That was so normal at uni. Yeah, which is so strange. Like These I are... skipped every 9am lecture because I was like, I'm sorry, I'm too tired. How bad is that? Yeah. Like no one do that if you're listening. Go to your 9am's. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, no one's going to their 9 a.m.s currently because it's all online. Yeah, God, that would have been great. Good. I want to have 9 a.m.s. Silver lining, silver lining. Do you think you would have um, attended, like, if it was just as simple as, like, flipping open your laptop and just, like, laying there in bed? Do you think you'd have managed it? Yeah, I definitely think I've gone to every single one. I'm, like, quite good at virtually learning, but equally I do understand everyone's arguments for they're paying so much money and they do want that face-to-face. Like, I get it, but I was quite bad because I was running a business at uni. I would sit on my laptop and not listen to what they were saying the whole time and do business work, which is really, really bad. Um, So I probably wasn't as engaged with uni as I should have been. Perhaps, although looking at where you are now, look who who succeeded because it's looking like you did. So <laughs> that's very kind. Thank you. <laughs> Welcome. Uh, would you like a weird or wonderful? Let's do weird. If you could know the absolute truth to one question, what question would you ask? Ooh. Okay. This is a controversial one because I think many people wouldn't want to know this, but I would like to know how my life is going to pan out, like what's going to happen, what's going to happen to my family, who am I going to marry? I want to be able to pre-plan for this stuff, you know? I'd actually like to know if, say, I was going to get an illness or something because that could actually give me the time to fix it if it was something that maybe I could fix or, I don't know, like maybe I'd end up in a job that I wasn't happy with. I'd love to be able to look into a crystal ball into the future and say, what can I fix now and work on now that means that the end goal is going to be happier? Yeah, I think that's a pretty solid ask, because then hopefully, like, you could course correct. It would be, I suppose it would be a thing of, like, if I continue in this manner, I'll get to X or Y, and then you can, yeah, you can make, like, micro adjustments. Yeah, I think that would be great. I know some people think it's scary, because they're like, I'd rather not know if I'm going to get hit by a bus tomorrow or not. I'd rather just kind of live my life. Um, But I kind of feel like, isn't it better to know what's around the corner so that you can plan for it and prep for it and protect yourself? Yeah. No, I think that's, it's certainly like a future sighted, uh, you're, you're in it for the long haul. So yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's a pretty solid use of that uh, question, I think. Good. Would you like a weird or wonderful? Let's go weird. I'm enjoying the weird. <laughs> <laughs> What's the deepest rabbit hole that you have fallen down? <laughs> this is great. I fall down so many rabbit holes, usually before bed when it's 2am and I should be sleeping. And I'll like go on someone's Instagram and then before I know it, I found their boyfriend's sister's rabbit and I know everything about them. I would say my rabbit hole is always, so like if I watch a film or see someone on TV, I always have to Google them and I want to know everything about them, not their address, but I want to know like, you know, who are they married to? Who are they engaged to? Like, do they have any kids? And one thing I really got into a hole was Justin Bieber. Like, I love him. And I wanted to know everything about him and Hayley. Like, where did this marriage come from? How did they meet? You know, did he ever cheat on her? How long have they been married? What is the situation? So I, like, found a full timeline about them. And it was great reading. That sounds like a lot. But sounds like a good evening well spent. Isn't that really a waste of my time? But at least if I ever do a trivia quiz on Justin Bieber and Hayley, I know. I'll win. Exactly. You're prepared. This is the future sightedness <laughs> returning. 
Yeah, it did. I, I feel like I saw like a clip of them on Ellen or something. This is going vaguely on a tangent, but it's kind of, I, I thought it was like that. I got the impression, I mean, he was kind of joking, but I thought it was like their parents kind of set them up or something. So I actually read that they met at church and I was shocked. And I was like, you met at church, but it's America, isn't it? And obviously a lot of Americans go to church, so I get it. But obviously like for me in the UK, I probably wouldn't, I went to church like in primary school because I went to a C of E school, but mm-hmm. I wouldn't have met my boyfriend at church. I was just like, wow, maybe I need to get myself to church because this is where like <laughs> Justin Bieber is. Exactly. You don't know what you're missing out on. So that is precisely the kind of thing, the crystal ball could tell you should you or should you not be going to church (laughs) i'll go next week i'll report back if i meet any (laughs) beavers would you like a weird or wonderful let's do another weird this is the final weird in the bunch i'm sorry oh that's fine we're done (laughs) what do you think should be one of our 17 questions um what is your biggest regret in life thus far i think that's a good one that one's deep deep, yeah that could potentially ruin a whole interview (laughs) that's great that's like a whole interview in itself though isn't it that's true we could get some uh i think it's tea as the kids are calling get some some real tea there (laughs) i love that that's a good one would you be prepared to answer that question yourself yeah i would because i feel like I feel like everything you do, you can draw the dots and actually, you know, you shouldn't regret too much because mistakes kind of lead you to where you are. But my regret, biggest regret actually, is just staying with people for too long. Like boyfriend wise, friend wise, I do it all the time. Like I literally have wasted, like I've pretty much had a boyfriend since I came out of the womb. And for some reason I stay with boys for like five years when I'm actually quite unhappy And I think that's the regret of mine. Like I should have just got rid of them when I kind of felt that they weren't treating me correctly. But instead I feel sorry for people. I hang on too long. And then before I know it, Justin Bieber's kind of gone past me and I probably lost out on my life partner. So I guess that would be my regret. Mm. Wasting time with people who kind of didn't deserve that much time maybe. Yeah. Well, it at least sounds like now that you're, I suppose, uh, cognizant of it, you're aware of it, Oh yeah, like I'll tell anyone where their door is now if they don't treat me right. I feel like oh. I've really learned. <laughs> <laughs> every every cloud has a silver lining, as they say. So we're on uh, to wonderful now. It would appear so, yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, it's fine. Let's get deep. <laughs> okay, let's see. Hmm. This might be interesting. If you could give, although this kind of might tie into the previous question, we'll see. If you could give your younger self one piece of advice, what would it be? Um, yeah, obviously break up with people or end friendships that aren't serving you and making you happy. Um, but also stop caring what people think. I really used to care what people thought about everything to the extent where I wouldn't eat in front of boys because I was like, oh my God, I don't like eating in front of people. Now I like eat in front of everyone on the internet. Um, Things like I was too scared to walk across a corridor at school because I felt that people were like laughing at me. I just really cared too much about everyone. And I don't even see those people anymore now. Like it literally doesn't matter. Do you think there's been, what what would you say do you think are the reasons why you've had that, I suppose, like mindset shift or that kind of like confidence that you've built within yourself? I think it's just growing up and realizing that the things that mattered to me then 
honestly do not matter to me at all now. So those people that maybe were horrible to me and sniggered at me, I don't know where they are in the world. I don't know anything about them. They're not in my life anymore. So I guess I've realized that it just didn't matter in the grand scheme of things. So I've just realized that, you know, me standing on the street in London and taking a picture, a few people might snigger at me, but I'm never going to see these people again. And they're nothing major in my life. So it just doesn't matter. Yeah. I hope uh, to the listeners listening, hopefully that helps someone. I feel like it probably will. Maybe it's like yeah. a right time and a place, right time. It will hit different from you. And it'll, yeah, I hope that'll, so. that'll course correct their life. Maybe we'll see. Yeah. <laughs> Final of the wonderful pool. What specific to you is the worst and best part about being a, uh, what would you say, Instagram personality, YouTuber, online creator? That's the catch-all title. We'll go, there we go. Um, I would say the best part of being an online creator is the fact that, well, there's, there's a lot of really positive things. I've met all my best friends in the industry, like literal soulmates, friends for life, which people I genuinely connect with a lot more than kind of maybe people I went to school with. So that's really nice to be on the same wavelength as people. Um, the opportunities that I've been able to have with my family. So things like my mum couldn't afford some tickets for us to see Beyonce when we were younger and someone took us to see Beyonce. And that was like a once in a lifetime moment. Um, I was able to take my brother on a private jet again, once in a lifetime experience. And for me, it's about being able to do cool stuff with my family and obviously the freedom of running a business. I think that's really cool. Um, negative sides would be, I think people think you owe them everything. So when I was saying about my address earlier, I don't have to give my address out and I don't have to tell people the ins and outs of my boyfriend and I, and I don't have to tell people how much my house costs. You know, there's certain things that I want to keep private and I'm allowed to keep private. However, people will kind of gaslight you, I guess, into making out that you're a bad person for wanting to have privacy. So I guess that then leads on to trolling. Unfortunately, social media is just horrendous. Like trolling always gets worse at Christmas time. And then COVID trolling has just been the worst it's ever been, not just for me, but for everyone. And there's a lot of nitpicking and it's always from people who are kind of, I guess they were born to misunderstand you. These people don't want to like you and understand you. But you know, from my point of view, I understand that now. So it doesn't hurt me because I know that these people are unhappy in themselves and yeah, they're committed to misunderstanding me basically. So I may as well just be me. Yeah. But that was but long, co- sorry. <laughs> That's wow. perfectly fine. The, uh, the COVID connection was like interesting. I hadn't heard that before, but it makes sense because presumably like people have more time on their hands to be that way I suppose yeah and I thought stupidly that it would turn people the other way and they'd be like wow you know people are dying people are really unwell we've realized how short life is now so let's just be nice to everyone and let's stop sweating the small stuff like it doesn't matter if her oven's dirty or it doesn't matter if she had bad form on a workout you know these are like the most trivial things that people get mad at um but no unfortunately it sent people the other way and I've seen so much trolling. It's just crazy. Yeah, that's bizarre. But very bizarre like, reasons. It's just way more things to be mad at, you know? And I thought that COVID might make people realise that, you know, the world's literally falling apart, but let's be annoyed because someone has a dirty oven. <laughs> <laughs> so putting myself in that mindset just makes me realise that people being mad about this stuff aren't worth being mad at, you know? Yeah. Well, yeah, I think 
thematically like this episode has been like focus on your own stuff press on don't care about other people's uh, negative judgments so yeah stay in your lane <laughs> <laughs> okay final question m sheldon what are you working on at the moment Ooh, interesting question so I just bought a new home, which I'm very excited about. And my current project, I guess, is renovating the whole house. So even though it's not a work project, it will be in the sense that I've opened up a new interiors account, Mshell Home, come follow. And I'm going to be just running everyone through. Like, this is so new for me. I always wanted to be an interior designer. And I have this small but beautiful London space to make my own. And I just love that. So I'm so excited to show the renovation progress. Well, I think people will probably be excited to um, come along that journey with you. That's basically that... taking over my life. <laughs> well congratulations on the uh the home purchasing and i'm not gonna be so uh uncouth to ask you how old you are but i presume you're very young so i'm just like round of applause <laughs> thank uh, you you're welcome thanks for listening to another episode of 17 questions this time starring m sheldon who of course if you're not following already you can find at mshellx on both twitter and instagram and if you would like to get in contact with us here at 17 questions we are simply at 17 questions other than that see you next week for another episode of weird and wonderful 17 questions up what was that boring no flavor that was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week kiki palmer here and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free hello fresh jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. now that's music to my mouth hello fresh let's get this dinner party started discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com planning for your next trip Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.